0: Should we do a podcast? Sure. One Cod Pass coming up. One Cod Pass coming up. It's the Bite Me Cod Pass. Can I get uh, a Bite Me Cod piece from y-
1: sure uh, like TeePublic or wherever?
0: absolutely. You can get our logo on a Cod piece, no one problem.
1: One G-string Cod piece for you. Yeah, you can get it on a G-string. Bite Me on it. Has anyone Some,
0: purchased one of those? I don't believe so, and I... I, I at first I was like, and if you do, I want to see pictures. But then I thought <laughs> harder about that. I just want
1: to see a picture of it, not you, <laughs> not you modeling it.
0: Just like I want, to, I want an unboxing. That's what I want is an unboxing of you buying a Bite Me podcast g string, uh, episode one sixty two. You are joined today by me, Cliff Johnson, and uh, my dear brother Colby. What up? There he is, and of course, Senor Dylan.
1: Senor, Dylan. Yeah. Last From episode, he the... was Mr. Dylan. Yep. I take He's... many forms.
0: He's got many forms on, uh, I think you should know that when Dylan's on camera and he's looking down at all and talks, you can't see his lips at all. You just see his mustache moving. And so he looks, I I don't even, I don't even know what he looks like. I looked over today and he was wearing like, so you know, those gunner glasses that you can wear if you look at a screen for too long that have the the yellow lenses. I looked over and Dylan was just like sitting in his chair, wearing a pair of gunner glasses. And it looked like he was like a, like a, I don't know a redneck at a shooting range. (laughs) If he just put on some like ear protection, it was good.
2: Right now he looks looks, pretty
1: cool. You look cool.
2: Right now he looks like he's wearing like a leisure suit. I know it's a jacket, but it looks like a '70s (laughs) leisure suit, like all denim.
1: I wish that was the case. (laughs)
0: Like a Canadian leisure suit. (laughs) (laughs) Love
1: it. Who has time for this? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a bathrobe, like. In what stage in my life am I actually? Do I need one of these?
0: (laughs) I I wish that bathrobes weren't so warm because, like, I love bathrobes, but they're always too hot. So, and I'm not really like a silk kimono kind of guy. I was was just going to say, Colby and I listened to a podcast called Behind the Bastards, and he did a live recording in Portland, like two months ago probably and he just showed up in a bathrobe i'm like god i want to be that person i really want to be the show up in a bathrobe to my live recording person um but i think you either have to be robert evans or the dude those are those are your options (laughs) so anyway today we're going to be talking about a literal crap ton of video games because i haven't worked in eight days and i spent most of that time playing video games and colby doesn't sleep i don't think um, very little. Yeah. So he played a bunch of video games and Dylan um, both sleeps and was working. So he played less video games, but that's okay, man. Don't feel bad. It's okay. Yeah. Um, there's, there's going to be a news section. Um, and there are three news stories within that news section. I had to like, I had to go out to the news barrel and <laughs> go to the very, very bottom of the news barrel and, and like fish around a lot and kind of the slimy gooey stuff that's at the bottom of the news barrel to pull out (laughs) these three controller or these three uh, news stories. So don't expect a lot from the news section. Um, I'm not saying skip it, but if you did, no one would mind. It'd be fine. Uh, But then we're going to answer a bunch of questions from people. There are a bunch of new cheap free games because we're at the first of the month and then the podcast will end. That's, That's the plan so far. You guys on board? Seems good. I think, yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, I'm I'm not thinking that maybe we should maybe Colby and I should go every other game and then put Dylan as the third because otherwise you're just going to listen to Colby talk for 20 minutes and then me talk for 20 minutes and then Dylan talk for 6. Seems good. Does that make sense? Yeah, we'll do this kind of round robin. Do you want to go first call?
2: Well, uh, why don't we start off with the game that both of us have played? Which one did we both play? Untitled Goose Game. We talked about that like literally two right. minutes ago.
0: Man, do you know what it's like to not work for eight days, and then have to go back and work an eight hour day? I it's, do. Yeah. It's really hard. My brain is still like, I didn't like party for New Year's, but my brain's still a little bit New, Year- New Year's Eve. So Untitled Goose Game, um, a game that is, as, as far as I know, Untitled Goose Game actually was created based kind of like on a, <laughs> we should make a dumb Goose game. And they did. Um, like, it was literally like a, I don't want to say a dare, but but close enough, right?
2: Well, didn't it also, isn't the name, like they just had that as a placeholder that they made a Goose game and they're like, yeah, this is an untitled Goose game. And then yeah. they're like, keep it. Yeah, but but now also will like, They will very
0: seriously tell you that, no, it is not an untitled game called Goose Game. The title of the game is Untitled untitled Goose Goose Game. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you are completely unfamiliar with it, um, you play a goose who – about – so I I started playing this, I'm going to say, I think Sunday morning and – the first thing you'll notice about the game is the goose is modeled incredibly well and and the physics on the goose are incredibly good, so much so that it it moves and walks like every single goose you've ever seen. It <laughs> it makes like if you've ever heard a goose like walk on cement, their feet have a certain sound to it and they captured that perfectly. The way it like flaps its wings is perfect. Um, It's a little butt waddle. Yeah, it's a little butt waddle. Like the difference between the goose walking and the goose running is it's just perfect. The people, on the other hand, are just like big sacks of potatoes that kind of like wander around on these very predetermined things. They just kind of lumber. It's, It's very funny. The goose is perfect and the people are very, very not perfect. And. The way it works is you you start off as a goose. You kind of wander around until you find the first house. And you're then presented with a list of terrible things that you need to do to the owner of that house in order to move on to the, to the next area. And like the, so the first area is a gardener. And so, for instance, you have to um, get him wet with the sprinkler. And so you that means you have to lure him over to his garden area and then with something and then turn on a sprinkler and so that might mean you steal a carrot and then put it where the water will be. he'll go over and go like, "Oh my carrot, someone stole my carrot and go over to get it," and then you turn on the water and get him wet and things just get more complicated from there where it's you know like um." Uh, which ones are harder than that? Call help me. Help me get think. Get him a sun hat. get yeah. him to wear a sun hat. Get him to wear a sun hat, and that's all that it says is get him to put on a sun hat. And you don't actually see the sun hat anywhere. Um, and there's no way to like, you know, take his, you know, you, you, and so essentially what you have to do is figure out how can I take his hat and hide it somewhere. So he puts on a sun hat, but of course you're a goose and he's a six foot tall human. You can't fly in this game for whatever reason. So you have to figure out what can I do to trip him? What can I do to make him get closer to where I am? So you can steal his hat. And and that's the entire conceit of the game is doing, doing things to terrible people or maybe doing terrible goose things to maybe terrible people. The people might be fine. I don't actually know. I'll be honest. They, they don't have a whole lot of character, Um, but it's absolutely hilarious. Like it, uh, I played it for about two hours and my wife sat down next to me and she doesn't game really. And she's like, what are you playing? I'm like untitled goose game. She's like, what do you do? And I kind of explained it to her and she sat next to me for three hours and just watched me harass humans as a goose. It was great. So what what are your thoughts? Cole?
2: i I really really liked it and I had pretty much the same thing except the person sitting next to me was a three year old who very much enjoyed it
0: it's 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 funny you get to do I mean there's like a, a thing like get a kid to hide in a phone booth and literally that's just you walking around honking at this kid who's kind of scared of you until he hides in a phone booth or um, getting him
2: to buy back his own toy oh my god getting him <laughs>
0: to buy back his own toy so so once you beat there's, there's four levels in the game or um, five levels, one, two, five. No, yeah. Okay. So there's four like main levels in the game and then there's a fifth level. Um, the four main levels, once you beat them the first time they give you actually, once you beat the fifth level, it gives you another two pages of tasks to do that are, that are harder, um, that are more complicated. And one of those is to, so there's a shop in the second one and if you if you steal something from someone that that shop also sells they will the person that comes looking for it they'll they'll pick it up and go to take it away and the shopkeeper will be like hey that's you've got to pay for that before you leave you know but it's all done through like sim style hand gestures and they're like no it's mine and she's like no if you don't leave i'm going to call the cops and finally they're just like angrily handing over money to get their own stuff back and in the second round there's a one where you have to get someone else from not that level to buy their own stuff back so you have to go somewhere else steal something get that person to kite you all the way or kite that person all the way to there and then get them to sell it get get them to try and steal it so you you know they make him pay for it and i did it to a guy and he he was pissed off and had to pay for it and then i did something to distract him he put it down <laughs> and- <laughs> And then, like thirty seconds, picked it back up, and the lady's like, "Hey, you need to pay for that." He's like, "No, it's mine. I just bought it from you." She's like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> and <they laughs> angrily pay for it again. stocked off. It, it's an it's an incredibly clever game. It's not, it's not super hard. the The extra set of levels are difficult. There's there was like one or two of my had to look up because they just were kind of obtuse in that kind of puzzly sort of way, but I I think I beat the entire game in probably probably four hours, five yeah, hours. About yeah. So long. it's it's definitely a game you could just beat on a on a long morning or over, you know, two evenings. Um and it's free on Game Pass right now. So you can you can grab it there. It's also available on the PS4 and Switch. I don't know about PC,
2: maybe? It's kinda like hitman if you didn't kill people and you were also a goose absolutely yeah. oh the goose it's so funny too because like as you start
0: torturing people um all of them put up no goose signs in their yard so like i started stealing their no goose signs and putting them in the river <laughs> and <laughs> this one guy kept being mean to me so i just stole all his stuff and put it in a yard where he didn't know where it was and that doesn't actually affect the game but it kind of made me enjoy it so and and some of the some of the puzzles aren't even necessarily challenging because you don't know what you need to do but they're challenging because you need to figure out like the right order in which to do things. Sometimes you have to steal a bunch of stuff and get it all to one place. So you have to like find somewhere to hide it in order, you know, that the person who's looking for it doesn't find it. It's, it's a, it's a very good time. So untitled goose game,
2: I would highly recommend. What do you want to talk about next call? Um, I'll go with the two games that I, this will briefly talk about, but, um, so I beat no man's sky, which was awesome. That's about I, that's a that's got like a forty hour story in it now too, right? You can probably do it quicker. I would guess that you can beat that game in somewhere the twenty to forty hour mark. Yeah. So um, it, it
0: used to be just a strict survival game where it had a story, but it was just like a sense you we were trying to make it to the center of the universe, and that was it. But it, now it actually has a. Well, they hired this, a dude to put a narrative in it.
2: Yeah, there's like three storyline kind of yeah. things in it because you can st- you still go to the center. Um, I put about 62 hours into it, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and enjoyed every minute of it. If you like like Starlink, uh you'll probably enjoy that. Um and then I beat Rage 2, which about the first 3 hours I really enjoyed and then the I don't know, 12 13 after that, I was mostly like why am I still playing this? Yeah. Why Chloe did and I, I had not a- Give up on this at the three hour mark and just go like that was fun. Colby and I had very differing opinions of Rage Two. <laughs> I liked it a lot. He did not care for it,
0: no. but but it's free. It's on Game yeah, Pass. It's
2: so. free, and so I played it to get Microsoft reward points. And I don't know why I didn't stop after I got like the first I don't know achievement that I needed.
0: Yeah, I I really liked Rage Two. I thought it was a lot of fun. So your mileage may vary. And there's a lot of driving in that game. So there's I a lot think of mileage. That's a pun. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good, good, good. Rage 2. All right. Uh, Dylan, tell us about Total War Warhammer 2, another Warhammer game with a terrible name.
1: Um, I picked it up because it sounded fun. Because RTS? The first one. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. The, like, very big scale RTS. Um, what does that mean?
0: Like, like civilization?
1: Um, big? Or... Well, it's it's like Warcraft but you command way more units. Oh, sure. Um
0: so like a Age of Empires type yeah, style but maybe. Even
1: bigger. Like the really? Total War franchise is like whole armies instead of like I mean you literally can have thousands of people charging into battle. So maybe like Civ
0: um, 6 if it was real time.
1: Right, and and you'd still do the civilization stuff. See, so there is like an overworld map that you take territories and move your troops around and do oh, interesting! light civilization stuff, which is not as deep as civilization by any means, but you still do basic diplomacy stuff so you can create trade routes with other things to get gold and recruit your troops and you need to have the resources and the gold to upkeep the troops that you have and blah, 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 sure blah, blah. um i played the first one a little bit the second one is just i think it was only put out a year or so later and it's just better um nice it's just bigger better and if you had the first game you basically get all the the factions from the first one so there's a lot of factions to choose from and my understanding is never playing a total war game before total warhammer is total war warhammer is cool because it has monsters and things um, whereas the other Total War games are very realistic and historical, so you can only <laughs> go so far when a bunch of men in armor are walking slowly towards a bunch of men with less armor, um, because that's kind of how wars were fought a long time ago. So, um,
0: Oh, sure, 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 that makes sense. I forget that the Total War series is separate from the Warhammer series. Yeah, I right. played
1: Total War Rome,
2: I think. Right.
1: Which is yeah. apparently a really cool game, but mm-hmm. then there are people, I think, that played like Total War Warhammer and they like, oh, I can't really go back now because there's yeah. dragons and things in this one. It just makes... there's It's way more interesting. Uh,
0: <laughs> you said it was way more realistic and I'm like, wait, it's still got orcs and stuff in
1: it, right? I I, I missed what you were saying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. those aren't real, Dylan. Yeah. So to, yeah, well, the Total War now. franchise. Which I think that was probably the biggest get they could have got, Um to get the uh the Warhammer license cuz it's a it's a perfect match for those games. Um so I totally recommend it to people. I think I've talked about the the last one when I played it probably a year ago or so. Very cool. Um I'm 100 or 20 turns into my campaign or whatever. Nice. Um it's it's very enjoyable and as a big Warhammer nerd, um, like, Cliff's looking like a nerd right now in his his yellow optics. My yellow uh, gunner glasses. are like joined by Guy Fieri here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just Guy Fieri sunglasses. Oh God, these are the actually called
0: these are called these are not gunners. I do not own gunner glasses. These are no scope glasses, which oh is gosh. actually significantly worse. significantly worse. Cliff just went out and bought blue block. <laughs> I bought him off an infomercial <laughs> in 1985. No, that's cool, Dylan. I think I think I might dig that too. Yeah. Uh,
1: I definitely am. recommend if if someone hasn't tried a total war game to try it because it it is cool and I think I like it more than the other kind of style RTSs um, where you're kind of like building a city. in real time, and then trying to take the other city. This one's more about doing the civilization city building, and then when you encounter someone, then you do a battle. Um, Oh. So there's a lot more variation. There's a huge variation on maps, so you could get a small map, and depending on if you ambush somebody or you're taking a defensive position or it's like a siege, like the map's different. So if you ambush somebody, they're in the center of the map and you can deploy 360 degrees around them. Right. Cause you have this ambush advantage. So the deployment maps change wherever you are and how you end up engaging the foe. And it's, it's more about like formation. So, I mean, you put your swords and shields on the front line, maybe spears on the flanks you have your shock cavalry kind of behind that. Um, so it's all about moving around and flanking and using artillery to weaken the stuff and make stuff run away. And um, it's a lot of fun.
0: That sounds really fun. So
1: I can I get can behind that. It makes my, like, 12-year-old self really giddy when I was <laughs> into, like, medieval combat and that kind of stuff. So That's uh, cool. I like it. That's very well. cool.
0: I like it. That's, that's relatively new. It looked like it's still a $60 game on Steam. Yeah. it Unfortunately, it was, on the, a good sale was though. the last day of yeah. the
1: sale. It was $20. Um, oh. It'll probably be on sale. And the first one is not, probably not $60. And it's pretty much just as enjoyable. Sure. Um, the cool thing is, too, if you get the first one and get the second one, you can play the campaign and all the factions from the first game in the second nice. game. Nice. So you don't have to boot up the game separately to get the full experience. So if yeah. you get both games, you end up with eight factions, not counting the new DLCs and stuff. So, and the factions play widely different. So there's a lot of there's something a flavor to fit you, and a lot of replayability if you want to sure. try something new. So,
0: very cool. No, that sounds like uh, that sounds like a really cool game. That like I, RTSs are a game that I want to like, but I'm not very good at them. So that that might be. That might be something to try. I like that idea. Yep. All right, uh, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to drop Pillars of Eternity real fast, just because that's not new. Um, came out in 2016. It's a, it's made by Obsidian. Um, and it's it's it, it the, the most interesting thing about it is I really it's a it's a role playing game. It's set in. I, I wish I knew more about like the worlds of old Obsidian games. Like, so you know, there's the Icewind Dale, wor- you know, stuff and the the um, oh, Never Winter Nights stuff. Winter. I think, yeah. Are yeah. those all? Are all those Icewind Dale? Are those all set? Are those D and D? Yeah, they're all D and D universe. So Pillars of Eternity might also be a. D universe based game I, I don't know i just don't know enough about that stuff to say and it starts out very much like i think the maybe the biggest trope of like role-playing games is you're in a party and all of a sudden everything goes to hell and you're the only member who survives and you take cover in a you know in a cave and that's where your story begins and that's literally where this game starts you're in a party you get poisoned by something you have to go look for some herbs to make yourself better and then while you're gone like your entire party gets slaughtered you have to go to a cave and fight your way out and on the other side fantastical things start to happen and you know whatever it's fine um the storytelling is pretty good the writing's actually pretty good if not a little bit Tropesy, but you know whatever um the thing that's interesting about the game is i actually thought it was i always thought the pillage of eternity was a turn-based um like strategy type game where you'd walk around the overworld you do rpg stuff and then when combat started it would be like um divinity original sin and it would go to like a hex-based or a box-based turn-based kind of thing and it's not at all actually um you enter combat and the game pauses so you can make some decisions about how you want to attack and who you want to attack and if you want to apply any buffs or special skills or any of that kind of stuff. And then the game plays out in real time, but you can pause it at any time. So it's more like the combat from um, The Bioware games. Bioware games like. or the the Dragon 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 Age. Dragon Age games, yeah. So which is kind of fun. And it's it's free on Game Pass right now. It just came out on Game Pass. And it it feels a little bit older like it even like the interface feels a little bit older than even that it is like it's like i said it's 3 years old but it feels more like it feels more like if you took one of those old like icewind dale you know like late 90s early 2000s games and like redid it maybe Um, like, not, like, not a, not like necessarily like a, like kind of what they did to, um, well, that stupid game where you go and fight all the giant beast things. Um, it doesn't matter, but yeah. And it's, it's okay. It's, you know, I'm having a hard time deciding if I want to put like 50 or 60 hours into it, but, but it's okay. So, you know, maybe, maybe check it out if that's, if that's your thing. So. it's okay yeah, yeah but i mean i think the thing is i'm having a hard time giving it like a like oh my god it's so good like i know i know people that have really enjoyed it i think um mansox hans really really liked it um but he's really into that kind of game so I, I think if you're into that kind of game and you haven't played it for some reason you might dig on it i'm just not sure i am so we'll see we'll see uh do you want to talk about <laughs> one of the other weird games you played call
2: they're not weird games. And I'll talk about Pan Pan, which is a weird game. <laughs> See? Um, oh, Pan, Pan, Pan Pan is a... I'm going to go with puzzle game that was, may still be 25 cents on <laughs> Switch. I think it's like normally like a $10 game that was 25 cents. And I'm like, I'll spend 25 cents. Um, And a, it's one of those games that like I went to read reviews of it afterwards and it has like eight out of 10 reviews. And I don't quite understand that because it's a puzzle game that has to me, what seemed to be some of the most like obtuse puzzles I've ever seen. Like, (laughs) I I don't know whose joke it was when we were younger, the Batman series where it felt like Batman would be like, Oh, the Riddler gave us a card and it's yellow. Corn is also yellow. Therefore the Riddler's at the cornfield. I remember that. And I can't remember what it is either. And and, of course, the Riddler's at the cornfield, and you're like, how'd you get from there to there, Batman? And that's what Pan Pan's yep. puzzles felt like, where, you know, I'd be trying – I'm like, I because it's an open world, you can literally go anywhere, but you sometimes need to have done other puzzles sure. for things in other puzzles, but it doesn't tell you that. Of course not. So sometimes you just show up and you're like, you can do 90% of a puzzle, but because you haven't done another puzzle – you can't finish that puzzle. And so like, I would say 85% of the puzzles, I just ended up having to look at a YouTube video. Like, Um, what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, Oh, how would I have figured that one out? Yeah. Like, Oh, you need to finish this puzzle so you can get a stick so you can hit the bird so you can steal its eggs. I'm like, I didn't even know there was a stick in this game. Um, (laughs) There was a had-
0: point-and-click adventure game called Mach- Machinarium that was very like that for me, where I'm like, I don't know how I would ever solve any of these puzzles. And same thing, where it's really highly rated, and I'm very confused by that.
2: Yeah, and the, uh, the music was really, really good. I liked the aesthetics of the game. It was just that the puzzles were not what i wanted in a puzzle game yeah i don't know if it's still 25 cents pick it up and let me know if i'm wrong or just stupid that's always a possibility or honestly but, just yeah. go
0: play untitled goose game it's a puzzle you, game that's a lot of fun
2: the one thing is is that the the solutions i were finding to were in a youtube video of a complete playthrough and that playthrough was 28 minutes long so you can beat this game in 28 minutes so mm-hmm. you're not out of a lot of time yeah so for a quarter by pan pan
0: yeah. Alright. Um let's see. I am going to talk about ooh control or disco Elysium. That's tough. I mean you'll eventually talk about both. So just I know, one. but I love both of them so much. Okay, control. So uh control is interesting. It's it I don't know exactly what I was expecting because I heard a lot of different things about it, but, but probably the best way to sum up control is it's, it feels very X-Files-ish. It's a, you are a girl who, I don't want to say breaks into, but, but that's probably as good of a, a definition as anything. She finds the Bureau of Control, and it's a place that she's been looking for forever, um, just based on a story you don't know yet. So she finally finds it and she's very excited. She gets to New York. She gets inside the Bureau Control and there's no one there except for a janitor. And the janitor is this weird dude from Finland who like speaks mostly Finnish and is like mopping the floor and he's like, Oh, so you're here for the job? and she's like yes here for the job he's like cool i i needed a new i needed a new janitor's assistant i'm going to be i really needed this person to take over for me while i'm on vacation and i'm going on vacation soon she's like okay cool and he's like yeah the elevator's down this this hall and you you go down this hall and finally you find the director of the bureau of control and the bureau of control is obviously like a an fbi type place and but you, you, as you're kind of going through, you're noticing all these weird things happening. There's these people floating and, and whatever. And you. so you finally get to the bureau uh, chief's, the bureau director's office. And he's dead on the floor with what very much appears to be like a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And and you notice the gun next to him. You pick it up. And that's when you get pulled to this alternate dimension. And they kind of explain that whoever whoever can get through this, this area is now the new director of the Bureau of control. So you do it, you get this cool gun that, that uh, kind of can shape shift into different types of guns. Like you never get more than one gun. You just have a gun that turns into other kinds of guns. And that's kind of what the game sets up. And, and what it turns out is inside of the Bureau, their, their goal, like within the government is to find these artifacts of power and the artifacts of power, can do things. They, they affect the world in weird ways. And like, for instance, the, the gun is an artifact of power. Like you pick it up and, and you can, you know, have this gun that shoots magic bullets. It reloads itself. There's no reloading in the game. You just don't shoot it for a minute and it reloads itself and it can turn into a shotgun and it can turn into it like a sniper rifle, but they're all pistols. It's weird. Um, and then you find an artifact of power that lets you jump higher and you find all these different things. But, but what they're responsible for is ref- finding these artifacts of power and then bringing them back to the Bureau of Control and experimenting on them to see what they do and seeing if they can help the agents of the, the Bureau of Control find other things. Um, and as you go through the game, it just gets weirder and weirder. And, and you find out that the reason you know about the Bureau of Control is because you found an artifact of power and they took it from you. And at the si- same time they took your brother and you haven't seen him in you know 15 years or whatever and it's it's a really cool game and i i loved like 90% of it like i started playing it and i got maybe three or four hours into it, and I was immediately just like, this is one of the best games I've ever played. It's got incredible atmosphere. It's gorgeous. It's got terrific writing. The writing's absolutely insane. The The story is really good. It's really interesting. The, the level design is really interesting. The way you move through the world is really interesting. The gun's kind of cool, and the way you upgrade the gun's kind of cool. And then I hit like the first I didn't want to say a boss because they were they were kind of a boss but but not really and it was just the first time I'd seen this particular type of bad guy and they killed me like 15 times in a row 20 times in a row and the game doesn't have auto say well the game the game save system is like you find these control points and you take over the control point and that's where your save is and so and they're just kind of strewn about the levels. And so in this particular instance, every time I died, I had to wait for the game to load, which was long. Like this game has long load times on I played it on the Xbox One X. So, you're waiting 15-20 seconds for the game to load, and then you're having to run like through a room and through a door and then all the way through another room and trying to take over this other control point and it fails halfway through and this guy attacks you again and there's a little bit of a cutscene. so every single time i'm dying i'm having to not only play this dude again but go through this entire area where i'm having to, to go from this checkpoint and that sucked that sucked a lot and it's not the only time it happened this game's really interesting in that most of it's kind of puzzle based with kind of combat pushed throughout it, but some of the combat's really hard and some of the bosses are really hard and there are going to be sections of it where you are going to die five times or 10 times or 15 times, even though you haven't died at all in the last three or four hours or barely been challenged like you, you know, and, and sometimes you're going to, get through an area and you know fight a wave of 10 bad guys and then go into the next room and fight a wave of 10 bad guys and then go into the next room and fight a wave of 10 bad guys and then die and have to do all three of those over again. And so it's this weird juxtaposition between a game that's not super combat oriented until it is and it made it made playing it really really strange like I, I enjoyed it I liked it a lot and and the things I liked about it didn't change at all it had a great story all the way through the end it had um, really fun characters it was really well written the puzzles were interesting and the gunplay was actually pretty good even kind of once you figured it out but it also was really frustrating there were points where I was just doing the same thing over and over and over again for a half hour and that's not something I really enjoy and in a game that was if the game had not been as good as it was it would have been, be, been a game I would have stopped playing so I don't know it's I know it got IGN's game of the year I know it won some game award stuff so I think it's been pretty well received but I'm also not the only person I've heard complain about the difficulty level and it's not even the difficulty level it's the difficulty spikes it's not that it's a Dark Souls game it's that it very occasionally gets really hard for no real particular reason. Um, and like you never in that game, you never have a lot of health. So it's not like I was, it's not like I was killing a guy or it's not, it's not like I was taking a ton of, of damage. It was that I got hit twice and I was dead. You know, it's, it's that kind of game. So I, I think it's on like I think you're starting to be able to pick it up in like the forty dollar range, and it's worth it for the story. Um, but if you're not like a person, if you're a super good gamer, like I, I actually mailed it to Colby, so Colby will probably get it in the next day or two, and I'm be, I'm going to be very interested to see what his take on it, like because he's a he's a better gamer than I am. Like maybe. Were, it'll, you, were you in your chair? I was not in my new gaming chair. I was not. You can see no. it back there. So it looks great, right? There's mm, your yeah. problem. Oh, um, no, it's it's Colby's got a gamer watch. Uh,
2: no, I've, I've got a hiking watch.
0: Oh, it matches my gamer chair, though. Um, no, I was on my couch because it's an Xbox game. So that might have been the problem. And I'll be interested to see how I'll be interested to see how the difficulty spikes matter for you. Like if if you're just a better gamer than me, and that's a lot of people, maybe it won't matter but it was a it was a game that i really 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 liked and was just incredibly frustrated by a number of times so it's cool i like i would i would recommend it to people but it, like be prepared for it potentially to be difficult so we'll see uh do you want to talk about Star Wars Battlefront 2 Dylan a game that's 2 years old
1: yeah um well apparently the uh they just did a new uh Celebration Edition because it Very is cool. the anniversary. So basically, if you get the Celebration Edition, you get all 300 cosmetics or whatever that oh, you nice. can earn through in game uh, or whatever. And then it's kind of got some re reviews lately. So I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should play this. Um, and actually, I, I really do like it. Um, Battlefront, I've always liked Battlefront. Yeah. I I think the first one's the best one, but like the first, first one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, on back, PS2. back in the day. Battlefront. Um, but. <laughs> Aside from that, every time I turn it on, I have a horrible bug that makes the game unplayable. (laughs) Oh! So, so what happens? If I turn my Xbox on and I haven't actually closed the game, the bug triggers. So, I have to restart the game. Like, I have to close the program. Like, close the game and reopen it. Or otherwise, I just float up into the air.
0: I had... (laughs) <laughs> so when I played the single player campaign for Battle of the single two, it was a single I player ha- campaign, yeah. I had that exact same bug where yeah. I was just like, I was are you playing the single player? Yeah. Yeah. The single player is great.
1: The so single player campaign is really this good. Bug out. I was like I can't sitting play there it because it every time I spend 15 minutes trying to like play my game and I can't.
0: I don't remember terrible. what I did to fix it because it was a long time ago. I played that game at launch. But yeah, I was just sitting there, and all of a sudden, I started like I jumped, and I just didn't stop jumping. I just <laughs> floated out of level, and I don't think it kills you either. You like you just keep floating until you kill the game yourself. So that's funny. That's funny. Awesome. That's funny. Yeah, I was actually seeing some gameplay of that game the other day somewhere, and um, kind of I really liked it. It was it was a lot of fun. I should I should maybe boot that back up and give it another try. So yeah, I
1: mean it's a solid game. Um, yeah.
0: And that's a game, if you can get it cheap, it's got about a five or six hour campaign, and the campaign is very good. Very good. I don't good. know
1: if it's still on sale, but like it was like 10 or $15 or something. Like I think it's, so. it's quite
0: regularly that price. That so it. so um, That's good stuff. Yeah. It was good. That's good stuff.
1: I don't, my only, I understand they're like blasters, but I wish the guns had a little more feedback.
0: I agree. I absolutely agree.
1: And, like, it's hard to imagine what a blaster would feel like. And I'm sure they don't have the same amount of kick as, like, black powder weaponry. But, <laughs> like, I, I feel like they shoot a li- Like, it's a little too much. Like, I put my crosshair there and they don't... It doesn't move at all. I'm just, like, pew-pewing a dot. And I mean, I just wish they felt a little different, but... I guess in
0: theory, if it was a laser, that's probably kind of what it would be like. Right. You know, you're it just, just shooting... It just doesn't it feels feel bad, good. Right, yeah. it just
1: feels funny. So, other than that, though. All
0: right, good. Thanks, Dylan. I think, I think Star Wars Battlefront is something to, to check out. Um, and remember, if you have, I believe, if you have EA, EA All Access, um, I EA think it's Access, in there now. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, you want to talk about
2: Katana Zero or Breakpoint Call? I'll talk about Breakpoint because so I'll save the best for last. Um, Breakpoint, is Katana Zero really the best? Yes. Katana Zero is an excellent game. Huh, all right, cool. Um, So, Breakpoint is the Ghost Recon. It, it's the Wildlands. Is it an actual sequel or is it like a spiritual successor?
0: I, I mean, it's got the same name. I, I guess in theory, like Ghost Recon, all of them are in the same world, I guess. But that world's just here. The, the GRCU, so,
2: you mean? I, <laughs> exactly. I, it's not a cinematic universe. GRU? The group. Yeah,
0: I mean, I believe Ghost Recon Breakpoint is supposed to be a, if not a sequel, it is supposed to be in the same lineage as.
2: as because that. But- it a hundred percent just feels like Wildlands too, which I am a hundred percent down with because I put I think a hundred and forty hours into Wildlands, and uh I know that it had problems at its start, but I don't know if they've just fixed those or if people complain a lot. I don't know. It's hard to tell I- nowadays. I wish I knew... I wish I knew how to answer. Well, I know how to answer that. Yes, the game,
0: in theory, still has problems. They, like, two, three weeks ago, they announced a huge initiative where they're going to be doing feedback and trying to figure out how to fix what's broken and...
2: And I, mean, I don't, I don't know, but I know it's supposed to not be good. I've only played and it's like told like garbage three, maybe four hours, and so far to me, it just feels very much like Wildlands without your like three PC companions. Interesting. It just feels one hundred percent just like that, and I am having so fun playing it. You don't
0: have you don't have co op companions anymore.
2: No, well, you can have. I mean, if you are
0: playing at co op, but yeah, there is no PC
2: companions. No, there is no like uh, just you know, which kind of sucks because I like those guys in the last game because it made taking down like the bigger places a lot easier. Because eventually, you could get it where all four or all three of them could target different guys, and so you could take down you know four guys at once. Rather than,
0: will be, f- hmm. be frank too. Your alternative was me. Yeah, yeah, and that was. Uh, and the computer good. PCs were way better. Like he's way like, okay, better. let's go. And I'm like, everyone's dead. Who do I shoot? And he's like, well, I mean, that guy. I'm like, but you already killed that guy. I'm like, I'm just not. I'm not that fast.
2: <laughs> you, you can shoot him again if it makes you feel better.
0: I did, and I just yeah. go and shoot the dead bodies.
2: Yeah. So, but uh, you would just stay and be the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cliff, we need you to stay I, here and let me know if anyone's coming. I actually just gave you the controller that wasn't plugged in. It was some sort of weird roll reversal from a younger age. It makes sense. It really makes sense. I like Wildlands. I gave Lands you the was, Mad Cats
0: controller. <laughs> the problem I had with Wildlands is not that it wasn't fun, like it was a great game, but that it took it took you being I don't know, for a game that was incredibly problematic, it took like killing civilians incredibly seriously, like because me and me and Colby and Kevin used to play it, and he's driving and you're know, driving around, and Kevin and I are just taking pot shots at anyone that moves, like it's Grand Theft Auto. And they're like, "You killed a civilian. You failed this mission." I'm like, "Well, what There's... am I supposed to do for eight minutes while he drives
2: somewhere?" Then <laughs> you got. I mean, I think you had to kill five civilians before sometimes you had it, to
0: drive a long ways Cole.
2: in in like a very short
0: period of time i mean in my defense this is also the game where colby would go take us up in a helicopter he's like hey do you guys have the parachute perk and we're like not yet i haven't unlocked that one he's yet he's like i have They <laughs> would just parachute away as our helicopter
2: plowed into a mountainside so hey you know It does sound like me. It does. Um, But anyway, Wildlands is just, to me, it feels exactly like that. And I I know there's like, there's PvP in this game. So I don't know. Maybe that's broken. Maybe there's, maybe once you get farther, I'll get into it where I'm like, oh, this is bad. But I don't know. So far, to me, it just really feels like Wildlands 2. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I'm enjoying it.
0: Interesting. Cool. So. While or breakpoint has nobody's you know seal of approval except for Colby, so yeah, and I that's all that you, matters. Yeah, I mean this game. I'm looking at reviews and it is like three out of five, two out of five. Like it's solid fifties and sixties. So, hmm. yeah. Well, we'll uh, you're only three hours in. We'll check back with you in a week or two and see see how it's going. So, um, do you want to talk about Katana Zero or should I talk about Disco Elysium first?
2: Oh, you can go with Disco Elysium.
0: Disco Elysium is the greatest game ever made. Um, <laughs> okay, maybe maybe that's hyperbole, but. Um, have you ever played a game that you like booted up and were just like, oh, cool. Some developers in Sweden, for some reason, or maybe Norway, they're Scandinavian, made a game that was only for me. They just, they somehow went into my brain and looked inside of it, like, what kind of game would Cliff like? We should make that kind of game. And then they made Disco Elysium. Has that ever happened to you? I think that's Red Dead Redemption 2 for me, for some reason. Oh, yeah. Red Dead was sure good too. I agree with that. Disco Elysium is a. God, it's a hard game to describe because uh, because there isn't like a genre for it. Like if you go look it up on Steam, I'm sure they'll tell you it's a role playing game, and it does have role playing elements. And by that, I mean you get. I'm not going to say quests because you're a you're a cop, so I don't think cops get quests exactly. But um, you have you have a checklist of things you need to do in order to solve the case you're on, and when you complete those, you get experience points and you can put those experience points into, um, I don't really want to say skills. I want to say things like hand eye coordination or there's, there's like authority and there's like, um, uh, like how good you are at seeing and smelling things. And so they're this very weird set of, of, of skills and, and things that make up you. Um, and then you can like get a pair of sunglasses that will also make your authority go up. Um, but there's no combat in the game, like at all. Um, I actually, you don't even have a gun for, like I just barely got mine. I'm like 40 hours into it. Um, it's entirely narrative driven. So I guess to, to start off where you are, you start off in this hotel and you wake up and you literally have no memory of who you are. You don't even know your own name really because you've been on like a three day bender. And I think that that three day bender is the last part of a six month bender because something happens. And I still have no idea what that something is. And so you walk kind of like you wake up in your hotel room is just trashed. Like there's, it's there's garbage everywhere that stuff's just wrecked. Um, and you walk out into the, The you know outside your front door and there's a a woman there and she even just kind of says like I think you're a cop and that's how the story starts and you're like well why am I here she's like because there's a dead body hanging in the courtyard behind this hotel and it's been here for a week and someone finally called the cops. And that's how the game starts. You go downstairs, you meet a guy from another precinct who's also been sent there to find out who this dead guy was and and what happens, and you partner up and you go from there. And so you start out as this cop who doesn't remember his own name, doesn't, he's lost his badge, he's lost his gun, he's lost his uniform, he's lost everything, including most of his mind. He is just separated from reality in ways that are kind of indescribable. And your choice at that point in the game is, are you going to clean him up and make him so he's a good cop again and solve this case? Or are you going to continue the six month bender you're on and see if you can still solve the case anyway? Or some? some portion in between that. Like, are you going to be a cop who is a good cop or tries to be a good cop during the day and drinks at night? Um, are you going to do any of the multitude of drugs that are available to you in this game? They, they can help you with your skills, but they also are very damaging to your persona. Um, And and that's what the entire game is. And so you go from person to person and talk to everyone and then they will give you clues about someone else to talk to. And so you'll go talk to that person and that person will give you clues to talk to someone else. And... On top of that, every day, you also have to figure out a way to make 20 bucks because if you don't find $20, you won't be able to stay in your hotel for another night because you don't have any money. So, like, literally, one of the things you get is a bag that you can pick up bottles and put in and trade in the bottles for a dime in order to try and make you know your hotel fee for the night you ask people all the time like hey man do you have any money can i borrow five bucks in incredible like you're questioning suspects and you're like hey man like i did you murder this person no can i borrow three dollars um and the first three days of the game all take place in the space of Like, the game, if you look at it on Steam, it says the entire game takes place in the span of a city block. And that's probably not really true, but it's not far from the truth. Like, everything in the first part of the game is within two or three blocks of another. And then, as you progress, you unlock another side of the map. But that map is, again, only another, like, five or six square blocks. Um, And so the entire area is very small. There's not a ton of people to talk to, but they make talking to those people very interesting. And, and you have to continue, you know, you'll find out that this person is lying to you because you asked a question here. And you'll go back and say, hey, I know you're lying to me now. But then a lot of the conversation is based around like skill checks essentially. So you'll... You'll get these in like these internal monologues that you have with your character where someone will say something, and then like you have a one of your skills is drama, and then, based on how good your drama skills are, you can interpret whether that person's lying to you or not. so your drama skill will say like "I think she's lying to you, but it's very flowery. your drama skill is is like a a standard like you know someone who might produce a play director. Um, And so they speak to you like that. And then, you know, you have a logic thing that might also say something like based on these and these things, I think they're lying too, but you can't, in order to call that person online, you have to essentially pass a lying check. Like, first of all, you have to pass a check to make sure you can even see if you can tell those things, but then it'll say like, ask this, you know, tell this person that they're lying. And if you don't have the right skills, your chance of passing that check might only be 15%. And it's, if, if it's a white check, you can try it, and if you fail it, you can try it again later by pushing up what it's checking on. But if it's a red check, you just fail, and you'll never be able to ask that question again. And so a lot of the game is finishing quests in order to be able to raise skill levels in order to ask the questions you need to 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 ask. And it's it's just super interesting, and I've never I've never, ever, ever played a game that is exactly like it. And it's it's also the kind of game that I'm, like I said, I'm 40-something hours into it, and it's like a 40- to 6-hour hour game, so I'm probably getting close to the end, but I could 100% play it again and just choose... Like, I'm playing like an, a, a redemption route for this cop. Like, I'm trying to help him clean up his act and figure out who he is and, and why things are so wrong. But you could totally play it again as a drunk cop and get a completely different... Game um, like I think the I think the steps would still be the same, but how you approach them would be different. So it's I, I literally cannot stop thinking about it. It's so good. Um, it's 40 bucks on Steam regularly but it's on sale everywhere for the end of the year like I think it's 30 on Steam um, if you get it on the Epic Game Store I think the Epic Game Store has a, a $30 off, or $10 off coupon right now too so it's PC only it's coming out for Xbox and Playstation sometime the first of next year and I just can't it's like one of those games that I want everyone to play but I think it's actually a game that like 15% of people I know might want to play but I just can't tell you how much I love it so Anyway, tell us about Katana
2: Zero now, Call. So Katana Zero is kind of like a side-scrolling hotline Miami. Um, Interesting. Yeah, you play a samurai, I guess, uh, who's an assassin. And you are given, like, essentially a dossier by your psychiatrist, who is also <laughs> loading you up with drugs that help you because this has, like, a interesting rewind mechanic oh cool um or like a time not time travel mechanic but so what it is is you go into a mission and you're gonna die a lot because every time you get hit like in hotline miami anytime you get hit with a bullet you die it's a one you know hit kill game sure and so you've got to you know get to the guy that you're supposed to assassinate and there's like a bunch of different mini levels before you get to that person. And so the way the game handles it is that you basically can stand outside this and play through different ways to see how to get through this, you know, like level. And, what it is is you're playing it and dying and every time you die you go oh no that won't work and it rewinds and you you know try it again like oh nope that won't work and it rewinds and then finally when you do you know beat that level it's like that's it and it shows you like the security cam footage of what went down and how you finally made made it through and so you can watch you know that you you know you uh, deflected that bullet, and you know you sent out the steam, and you threw the knife at this guy and whatnot. And it's it's really interesting in that way, but it's just really damn fun and has a good story. But it does remind me of just side-scrolling Hotline Miami, and
0: Hotline Miami. I really should.
2: I actually bought it on uh, my Switch because I went there going to buy Katana Zero, and like noticed that a bunch of games on my wish list were on sale and hotline miami was one of them nice um but uh, yeah no it's an excellent game and i heard about it because it had been mentioned in game of the year podcasts oh sure uh but if you like hotline miami a hundred percent play this so it's on the switch you got it on the switch right it's only on the switch and maybe the pc huh. and it's like 15 bucks 15 bucks nice and a hundred percent worth it it's like a five-ish hour game i nice. think and is very good.
0: Very nice. Cool.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: So we've been podcasting for, I don't know, 45 minutes now. And it's finally time for, I think Dylan's unmuting himself for getting a drink.
1: I... No, so it's really quiet all of a sudden. I don't. <laughs> like, I can't even hear you. Oh, weird. Colby sounds fine. Hello. I always sound fine. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you're you're very quiet to me.
0: Do you want me to stop and restart the session?
1: No, I think it's fine. I just I'm just going to turn up the volume overall, and then all right. hopefully you can cut this out.
0: <laughs> I might. We'll
1: see. <laughs> we'll Maybe see. not. I don't leave feel like it kind
0: of in. This this podcast is already a day late. I don't think we have time for editing, Dylan. There's always time. Anyway, all right. News. Good show, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, There's not much of it. We're going to talk about um, using a PS4 controller on your PC. We're going to talk about um, a way you can play a small free indie game every day this year. And uh, WWE 2K20 is. (laughs) It was a hot mess before yesterday, (sighs) but it's even worse today. So. We'll start out with if you want to use a PS4 controller on your PC. I don't honestly know why you'd want to do that. But, you know, like if you're just one of those people that like, man, I love my PS4 controller – um, you've probably hooked that up to your PC before and found out it doesn't really work very well. And the reason for that is that most games use, uh, most PC games anyway, use the DirectX libraries to handle things like input and sound and so on and so forth. And the X in Xbox or the X in DirectX does not stand for Xbox, but it may as well have because they base it on the Xbox controller for direct input. So. It's really easy to get an Xbox controller working on your PC, and it's really a pain in the butt to get a Bluetooth controller, or I'm sorry, a uh, DualShock controller working on your PC. But with the release of DS4 Windows 2.0, things are even better now for DualShocks. That's the news. It's not great. But... <laughs> <laughs> now, seriously, if you, if you are a PC person and you want to use a DualShock, get DS4 Windows 2.0. It's brand new. It makes uh, doing all sorts of things easier. It's going to just make everything about using a PS4 controller on your PC better. So if that is you, this is what you need to do to make it work better. Or if you've tried in the past to use a PS4 controller on your PC and have been unsatisfied with it and have gone back to using your arguably better xbox controller but you just don't like that for some reason this is this is the fix for you this is the kind of news i dug out of the news barrel
1: today so it's a new thing that you can do this or this has always been it's just not very known
0: it's it's a new it's a new version of an existing thing that they've totally rewritten so it works better now that's 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 the kind of news we're talking about. Um, I talked about this two or I talked about this probably almost exactly a year ago, but it's uh, it's out there again. So do you guys? I can't imagine it wasn't that big of a news story. Um, do you guys know who um, how? What's his name? Rami uh, Ismail is he works? He does a has a company called Vlambeer. Um, they made uh, Nuclear Throne. Maybe if you remember that. No, he's he's a cool guy. He's, he's, I mean, he's an indie game developer, but he's also just a, he speaks a lot about, um, video games and diversity in video games. He's a big proponent of that. Um, super nice guy though. Um, he also makes a, uh, thing called, Oh shoot. I don't remember what it's called. Press kit, um, which is an add on for, websites that make it really easy for indie web developer or indie video game developers to put their information about their press kits on on uh, their website which makes my life significantly easier so I like him a lot. Um last year anyway, he released a a game called Meditations and what it is is he got a bunch of his indie game developer friends to give him 365 games. And every day, so you download this thing you know, January 1st and every day you can play a new indie game, but you can only play it for that day. Um, And kind of the rules were you can't, most of these games were made in like three to five hours. um, And most of them are only like three to five minutes long but a lot of them have kind of an interesting story or not even an interesting story. They do really interesting things with game mechanics or really weird thing with game mechanics, or they're just not exactly the kind of, of games you're going to play. If you don't play the, in the like alternative experimental game scene very much. Um, And meditations is just kind of a cool way to, to kind of sample that. So you download it and then every day you can just play a new game. I played, Oh, probably a dozen of them last year. And t- before I forgot that I needed to play a new game every day and, and they were really fun or said interesting things. So, so meditations is pretty cool. Um, I think you can get it at, uh, meditations.games, which is kind of a terrible website, but meditation.games. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> If, if you're on the internet, you've probably seen um, GIFs, short videos from WWE 2K20, and uh, for the most part, they're horrifying. It's people stepping through people. It's people <laughs> getting stuck in, what, what do they call the ropes around a, a wrestling thing, Dylan?
1: Ropes. I was going to say the ropes.
2: Walk, like, <laughs> the ropes around a wrestling... Uh, what do they, <laughs> what do they call that ring thing that they wrestle in with the uh, ropes? I don't watch wrestling. Anyway, there's ropes, there's rings. People just
0: like walking, and as they walk, they sink through the floor. It's terrible. It's a,
2: just a mess. That's um, so
1: bizarre, because it's not like this was the first game. In this absolutely it's, not. It's
2: the first... First, I want to say that someone took over on this game, that originally it was done by someone else last time and that a new developer, developer came, came, on, came yeah. on, I want to say or something along those lines and they anyway, broke it. Looking at <laughs> They made it better.
0: I mean, I'll be honest, The so I'm looking at an article on this on Kotaku, and the first related thing is to this is WWE 2K20 is glitch hell, followed by an article that says WWE 2K20 is broken in every possible way, followed by an article that says WWE 2K looks worse than ever this year. That's the quality of game we're, we're dealing with. But even that being said, there are still people that are playing this game for some reason. Um, maybe for the lulls I don't know but I think what you might say in an act of mercy is that the way to, <laughs> is that to, that way to put this people booting this game yesterday found out that for God knows what reason <laughs> it had a like a Y2K bug <laughs> the game would play fine in 2019 but the game was just unplayable in
1: 2020 that is um, it's, hilarious yeah,
0: it's the it's the Y2K twenty bug. <laughs> so it literally just stopped. <laughs> you couldn't load it. It just didn't work. Um I guess um the good news is that they issued a patch <laughs> and fixed it. Um it might have been better just to not to, maybe. <laughs>
2: How does that happen? Well, like, I mean, is it coincidence that it happened that day or was no. it literally like a Y2K thing where it's like, and your game is, you know, wrestling 20. It's not like you were, oh crap, we're in doing 19 and we're rolling it over the 20. Like So the way it happens, like the reason the Y2K bug existed yeah. was that
0: computers at the time could only store numbers that were so big. And
2: so two digit versus four digit.
0: Yeah. And so instead of, you know, coding and, and, and things like that mattered. So instead of storing, you know, two, you do it as four. And the thing is, is like, if you're, lazy or in a hurry. Let's not even say lazy because I don't, I don't believe most developers of video games are lazy, but let's say you're in a hurry. You're trying to make it. You're overworked. You're overworked. You're underpaid. You're, you know, on your 18th hour of, of coding, um, for the, you know, 40th day in a row. Sometimes you do things like go like, ah, this will be fine. We can just put this in here temporarily (laughs) and we'll fix it. (laughs) And,
2: And And sometimes that turns into untitled Goose Game, and sometimes that, uh, yeah, and and then game on. You put it through QA, and QA
0: didn't notice that anything was broken, and it was fine. And then you release that game into the world. How did QA
2: not notice anything wasn't broken? They're like, "Uh, I don't watch wrestling, but can they go through the ropes? (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe. Let's be honest, Cole. Why is that man's face where he entered, but his body kept moving? let's be honest. Maybe the problem
0: was, is that Q there was, was no QA bugs. <laughs> and they're like, these are a bigger priority than a problem. That's going to find us 40 days from now. <laughs> we'll get to that
2: before then. Right. Right. <laughs> so the QA guy like played two minutes. Like I quit. I <laughs> I'm, I'm done going guys. See ya. So
0: anyway, <laughs> I guess it's fixed again if you want to keep making gifs, I keep scrolling up, and the, the picture at the top of this article is literally a wrestler like with her arms in the air, and she doesn't have a face. <laughs> you can just see her eyes. Is that the one? It's just two eyes, no nose, and a mouth, and that's where her face picks up. It looks like someone grabbed her upper lip and just ripped the top part of her face off. Except her hair's there too, and for some reason it looks like to be like something like a dragon floating above her. I don't know what wrestling is, guys, but hey,
1: I don't even understand.
0: I don't either. Anyway, it's fixed now. I guess good on them. We have a question about this later. I guess Um, we should. We missed this because I don't know, but we should talk about our patrons because I love our patrons. They're good people. Um. I don't think there's ever been a better time with the new year to become a patron of the podcast. It's not tax deductible. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, if you are a $10 donor to this wonderful podcast, you get your name read out on this podcast, which is what we're going to do right now. Um, operator Jack, like you should, you should not be donating money to us. You should be saving it and buying like masks, because I've seen pictures of what Australia looks like right now, man. And if the snakes don't get you and the spiders don't get you, that air is going to get you, man. <laughs> like, like stop supporting us and go buy a dust mask. I think that'll save you, right? I think so. Half a billion animals have been killed in this wildfire season. It's insane. So good luck, Jack. Stay not on fire. That's, my, yeah. <laughs> that's the I only don't... thing I can offer.
1: I guess there's nowhere to go, right? You can only go so far. It's an island, man. Right? I have no Zealand. concept of how big it is, really, but
2: huge. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a continent. But it's an that's also a. But all of it's on fire, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, point. and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's fires that are as big as Belgium. Holy so, crap! Really? Uh huh. Wow. It's like four million hectares, whatever the hell that <laughs> is. <man. laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I live in America, where we use weird measurements. Um, but I, I want to say it's like four million or four hundred million hectares or whatever is I don't know. It's a, <laughs> they just find a guy named Hector, he lays 12. down, they measure him. Yeah. No, that that would be the American way. <laughs>
0: you're saying there's actually like a thousand somethings in a uh-huh. and it yeah. just makes sense yeah. yeah anyway stay safe Jack uh, Brian Henniger thank you Joe Cole Jr John Tippins Megan Phillips Tom McDermott Austin Palmer Alan Schulte and of course Kevin Schuld. thank you for supporting our podcast we appreciate it you're all fantastic I can never decide like how like is this an ad like do people do this part and skip it like
2: I do ads and in, in other things because we're kind of funny in the middle sometimes yeah. I don't yeah. know And how, uh, if you are going to cook dinner, how about using HelloFresh with uh, the code... Hello, fresh bite me. Dot. No, we don't do that. So
0: I'll be honest. Like, like, true story. These are not. These people are not paying me at all. I've used blue apron. I've used plated. They were both okay. They're kind of expensive. They're a pain to make. Each one of them takes like an hour to make the food because there's so much damn chopping. I could never. I never wanted to chop that much. I get dinnerly now. Dinnerly's awesome. The food's all great. Half hour to eat. I love it.
2: I learned how no to change. be an adult and cook. Screw and that. It's not worth so. It. I just make my own food and don't, don't want to pay go... exorbitant prices to It's
0: not bad. It's like thirty bucks for three meals. Ten bucks a meal for three How
2: people. is that not?
0: I'm I'm richy
2: rich, call. Like I can go to I don't know, like a sit down place and get a food for that much. Like For three people, you cannot get
0: three people meal for ten bucks.
2: Uh, yes, I can. I have lived on
0: Del Taco. Okay, I guess Del. It's better than Del. It's not better than Del Taco. See, <laughs> see.
2: But the closest Del
0: like, Taco to me is in Federal Way.
2: Do you know there, how far away that is? Do you know? Do you know how dollar menus work? Yeah, it's everything's like, a dollar. Do you know how much food I can get for ten dollars at Burger King? But it's healthy-ish.
1: Yeah, all I need is calories.
0: It's good. Yeah. It's good, man. I love it. Anyways, there's no there's no promo code, so
2: whatever. You uh, can try like dinnerly.com backslash bite me.
0: <laughs> maybe if enough people, maybe if they see enough people coming from from dinnerly.com slash bite me, they're like, dude, who are these people? Let's reach out.
2: <laughs> and they'll go to the fishing
0: podcast. They'll go to the fishing podcast. Damn it. All right. First question from Senior Oh, I can't say it. You have two Dylan. Senior Vinny? senior vinny <laughs> I, I don't know
1: how to say that in a estonian accent
0: that's all right he's from boston tomorrow though he's going to be in las vegas so ripping it up
1: well a good like, hey yo vinny goes out to you
0: yeah hookers and blow the entire time it's going to be oh, great yeah. I think he's going to with Vegas? his dad, which is going to be super awkward.
2: <laughs> extra hookers and extra blow. <laughs> this is like the only time to go to Las Vegas where it's not unbearable. Oh, God, right?
0: I uh, I remember driving to Las Vegas one time. It was 122 degrees and just going like, why am I here? I got heat stroke inside my car. It was terrible. I was sick for like 24 hours. I hate it. Anyway, Las Vegas is real hot. Um, Vinny wants to know, what are your most and least anticipated games from 2020? I like that. I was going to say, like, I don't know what my least anticipated game is, but then I thought it and I immediately know what it is. So (laughs) do you guys have thoughts? You want me to go first?
2: You go first.
0: Uh, Probably AAA games. I'm most excited about Cyberpunk. I, I still think that that game could be either really good or a complete mess, but I'm kind of here for it either way. Um, I think the discourse around that game is going to be really interesting. Um, I think probably non-AAA game. um, Dylan, what's the name of that game? Blood. Blood something. It's the one we played at PAX. Blood Roots.
1: Bloody Roots. Blood Blood Roots. Roots. Blood Roots. I'm
0: hyped for Blood Roots, and I'm also hyped for... It's finally coming out. It's finally coming out, and I'm hyped for uh, Ori, Will of the Wisp. So, um, least anticipated probably Final Fantasy VII. I just
2: can't get excited about that game. So, I don't know who's next. Um, um, I'll go now that I've actually read the question because I totally wasn't paying attention <laughs> when you read it out. <laughs> I was looking at Twitter. Um, my most uh, 2020. Probably the Last of Us Two. Yeah, I mean, it's it is literally the only reason I bought a PlayStation Four, um, right. and that was like two years, three years ago, because um, it was supposed to come out sometime <laughs> around then. I think
1: <gasps> that I didn't, didn't happen.
2: happen so
0: eventually we're going to do a game of the year podcast it's not this podcast because we just didn't have time to like that, that takes a little bit more thinking than uh, our normal podcast but i want to do one maybe we'll do it next week before it gets too far away and i'm like <laughs> the way we normally do it is we say like what's your favorite xbox game of the year what's your favorite playstation game of the year what's your favorite whatever and i don't think i've
2: played a playstation game this year i know so. i I've, I've stopped getting the free playstation games because i'm like i'm not gonna play them and eventually my server's is gonna run out and they're gonna be useless anyway i uh i got a copy of concrete
0: genie for my birthday and so i need to play that before we do our game of the year podcast just so i have a ps4 game to say (laughs) i've played that's so in case you're wondering what my (laughs) 2019 (laughs) playstation 4 game of the year is it's concrete genie i have not played
2: it yet by default <laughs> right two greatest words in the english language default
0: what's your least anticipated call?
2: um i don't know i like i mean i honestly don't really follow like i i know about games when they're released about two months in advance so i go oh that looks cool yeah i don't know what's being released this year i mean i know i know the last of us i know cyberpunk and I know Final Fantasy VII may get released this year, Maybe. but you know, come on. I um, I think the thing so, is, is, like, least anticipated.
0: Like, I don't care about like Ghost of Tsushima. Like, that, I don't care about that game, but I don't know if it's least anticipated. It's just a game I won't play, so whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't really. It's hard I'll, to judge non-interest. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: um i'm equally not interested in all of these games any game that i'm not gonna play i'm not anticipating like madden 2001 or 2021 is probably my least anticipated game maybe like is there do they make baseball games anymore like oh yeah the the big show is coming to
1: all
2: platforms
0: nascar like i don't care about any of those f1 racing don't care about any of those so least it's hard there's like
2: a cricket game that gets released yearly. Probably not going to play that on Game
0: Pass. I think.
2: Yeah. Not. Well, it's free for me and I don't play it. <laughs> football Manager 2021, <laughs>
0: or uh,
1: football,
2: football Manager. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dylan, what are you? What are you looking forward to?
1: Um, definitely Blood Roots and probably Animal yeah. Crossing. I'm yeah, I don't to play the Animal you. Crossing.
0: Yeah, I get's good. I get's good. All right. Next question, Captain Insano. Captain Insano Six. Um, I don't know if there are five other Captain Insano's, but maybe.
1: There's only one.
0: There's only one. There's only one in my Discord, and that's him. And he's the only one that matters. Uh, with WWE 2K20 having so many bug issues, can you remember a game that had so many issues that was essentially rendered unplayable? The answer for me is absolutely not. <laughs> like, I know there are games that had game-breaking bugs in the past that they weren't able but to But not patch. that many of them. <laughs> it's just one. <laughs> You know I know that there were like a couple of like Nintendo era games that had you know that were that were made pre-internet so that you could not patch them that had you know game ending bugs but I can't think of one offhand. I th- I mean WWE 2K20 is
2: it's in a special category all of its own. I just looked at some of the pictures from like glitches and oh, they're hilarious. <laughs> I tell you it yeah. kind of
0: makes me want to play it. The uh, I think the thing is, is they're bad. I think the worst glitch... if you ever gone and looked... I don't remember which baseball game it was... But there was a, a a baseball game, and they were glitches that they showed off, like almost as like, "Hey, look at this weird stuff that happens during development of the game." Have you ever seen those ones?
2: Yeah, yeah. One of them's
0: like a dude made; it looks like he's made of like little teeny wood dowel, <laughs> and it's uh-huh. horrifying. Except he has a mustache. <laughs> um, those ones are some of the worst. But man, mm-hmm. WW2KE, and I mean, always when you look at like like the FIFA games and the the Madden games, always have that one where you know, like the guy's foot stands. Still and he keeps running, and all of a sudden his legs twenty feet long, and then it's flopping behind him. But like this thing's special, man.
2: There's a hilarious video that you can look up, and it's Joe Rogan and someone else who does MMA like announcing. Oh, hilarious, and yeah. it's them announcing glitches in the I don't know whatever MMA game uh, there yeah. is. Yep it's absolutely hilarious it's
0: super funny i really i recommend that as well so i'll see if i can if i can find that i'll yeah. uh, drop it in the show notes because both of those are real good all right megan so megan gave us this this was a big thing on netflix apparently at the first part of december and i was like oh i want to answer this but we'd already recorded the podcast for this week and i'm like i'll put it in next week and you'll note that it's not december 12th so um apparently i missed it for a few weeks and i uh I think it's a good question, and if you haven't seen this this tweet, it's worth looking up and then looking at all the answers, because a ton of brand accounts got on on this, and it was really funny. So the question is, is what's something you can say during sex, but also when you manage a brand t- Twitter account, but for our, our particular podcast? And at first I was like, I have no idea what I'd say. And then I was like, wait, we say it every episode. Dylan, bite me.
2: Obviously. Obviously. Exactly. It's a real good one, so... Any other thoughts? So I I mean I don't have thoughts on that, but I will say the best answer to the actual question was from the Portland Timbers, who said, we have two DP slots open. <laughs> um,
0: Muppets History, if you don't follow Muppets History, I I wish I could remember exactly. So Muppets History is a Twitter account that's all about the Muppet Show, and it's very, very funny. And I wish I could remember what what exactly it was, but it was essentially like them interviewing Kermit the frog and him saying something like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know, uh, what his deal is, but he's, he's walk- he's always got his hands up a bunch of us or something. And it was, it was yeah. good. So if you have not seen that tweet, go, go look up that tweet. The, some of the answers are absolutely fabulous. So, uh, next up, Cody Greenwood says, first game you plan to play in the new year, and since it's the second, I guess it'll be easy to answer." Uh, my first game was Disco Elysium. Probably next game I'll play. Man, I don't have a lot on deck right now, to be honest. Um, I might play some more Pillars of Eternity, see how that goes. Um, there's always like I'm kind of waiting for the next round of Game Pass games to come out, so I can see what's what's going to be there because I think we're gonna start seeing hopefully some. Some new Game Pass stuff, but but Disco Elysium is definitely my jam right now, hundred percent. How about you guys?
1: Well, since uh, I started playing Total War Warhammer two last year, technically, technically, um, probably Disco Elysium will be my first game that I play this year. I hope you because, like it, Dylan. I really do. Um, thanks to one of our fabulous uh, listeners, you know who you are. I was gifted it from.
0: I know who he is too. So uh, I don't. Okay, I'm very I'll excited. tell you after the show
2: Uh, because you care i'm sure i I don't (laughs) um i I didn't get it so yeah they can go to hell (laughs) not giving you a game that you can run anyway (laughs) it'll it'll run on my five-year-old mac right um i mean i started playing breakpoint and katana zero on the first of the new years but the next game i'm gonna try and play i want to get i bought plague tale i'd like to try that a while back and it's not a game I can play in front of my three-year-old. And so I need to find time to play that. so sometime you and I need one. to
0: find time to play Wolfenstein Youngblood.
2: Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question. Joe Coleslaw. I'll just play that in front of my kid. I don't care anymore. Fine. Killing Nazis is a good thing to learn. right? Absolutely. I think you're teaching life lessons at
0: that point. Yeah. Uh, Joe Coleslaw says if mascot characters old and new would have a new year's resolution, what would they be? What do you think?
1: I think uh, Mario needs to let Peach save herself for once. I agree. Like, I think Mario <laughs> needs to get back to plumbing. He's got a business to run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dude, he's probably way is behind those taxes running that. Yeah,
2: I, I assume. I think Peach needs to put a ring on it if she wants what? to. Uh, you what? Know. Uh, I mean, what are the taxes in the Mushroom Kingdom, though? We don't know how it's run.
0: Uh, my guess is is that it's a cruel, cruel monarchy.
2: I, I assume
0: that Peach is just exploiting the mushroom underclass in ways that you can't even possibly comprehend. I would it's basically
2: guess. the Congo in the early nineteen hundreds. Absolutely. It's
0: it's not like I mean, how many good monarchies are there? Let's be
2: honest. A lot of toads running around with half an arm. Uh-huh. Yep, exactly.
0: Um, I, I think that this is the year that Sonic finally gets his whatever together and becomes a real mascot again. I think, I think having his own movie is going to really like, Jump I mean, okay, him. so the so, <laughs> so think about this. They gave, uh, the Witcher, his own TV series on Netflix yep. and all of a sudden he's everywhere. Like that game's getting played more now than it did at release. Um, Travis turned on for what was saying that, like, the song from it has been listened to, like, eight million times. And all of a sudden, The Witcher's back in the news. So with that fantastic-looking Sonic movie coming out, like, maybe this is finally the time that, that Sonic will be able to get his own. And, like, they're going to bring the Genesis back out because he's he's ready to, to lead again. I think that's,
2: that's the resolution. So, so that movie had a budget of ninety five million dollars, and I don't think that includes uh, like marketing and stuff. Does it? Does it include redoing Sonic's face? It does. Oh. That cost five million dollars. Apparently, it had a ninety million dollar budget originally. It's amazing what you can do with five million dollars when you just make people work eighteen
0: hours a day and then fire them when they're done.
2: Um, I,
0: I guess the good news, like let's look at let's look at the plus side of the the Sonic movie, okay? um cats is going to lose somewhere between 70 and 100 million dollars sonic can't lose that much
2: unless it it could (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) i'll go see if 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 it makes
2: 20 million dollars it's lost 70. they should
1: they should really just uh do a marketing uh strategy that's it's not cats
0: I really still want to go see cats. I saw the new Star Wars. It's really good. If you haven't seen it yet, like it's really good. I saw it too. Neither Colby or I are someone you should actually listen to when we say uh, the Star Wars no. movies are good. Though, because...
2: as as someone with a Star Wars tattoo, uh-huh. yeah, maybe my opinion. I mean, as someone who is currently staring at a Star Wars wall, uh-huh. yeah, maybe, maybe my opinion should not matter on whether you think Star Wars is good. We're or not. not
0: exactly objective, so it's good though. It's really good. Uh, do you have an idea for a mascot, Dylan? I,
2: Mario. Mar- oh, no, right. Was- Colby.
0: Colby. Sorry. Uh,
2: I mean, I was going to say Mario's got to be getting up there in age. Um, I mean, Mario was originally from Donkey Kong. Yeah, late 80s. So that's early 80s. I mean. Early, early 80s. So, I mean, he's probably my age. Like, dude, you probably lose some weight. Like, you know, he mm-hmm. needs yeah, to healthy. get fit. So, so we don't have Mario dying in a couple years of heart failure. Cause that'd be real sad.
0: Be real sad. That'd be real sad. You have to make like Mario Maker Three. You have to make like a little tiny, <laughs> like clear machine. <gasps> Mario was defibrillator holes, and Mario was running. All of a sudden, he just he just keeled
2: over. And I mean, dude I, eats a lot of pasta. Probably not a lot of vegetables other than mushrooms. And these kind I of ugly yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a
0: real good point. Uh, all right, turn down for what says. If you were to wake up as a toy, what would your line lines be when your button is pushed? <laughs> so, call if I push
2: your button. What do you say? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay i I completely misheard the like. I definitely line have a pull string
1: my... though. What?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a snake in my boot. I actually think I probably giggle like the Pillsbury Doughboy to be honest. <laughs>
2: I mean when I wake up I'm not real cheery it would <laughs> probably not be something appropriate for this podcast <laughs> I get up real early it's a valid point man I and I don't sleep a lot
0: I needed so much coffee this morning to get going it was it was not great so uh, someone's poisoned the well I, what
1: Dylan what do you say um I think I'd be a pirate toy and I'd be a, let's get booty <laughs> Love it.
0: Love it. Good questions, everyone. Appreciate it. Am I still here? (laughs) A line that I can use? Some sort of like existential crisis of, (laughs) yeah. No, I I understand that. My alarm went off today at 6, And I
2: know like you already work. Oh, man. That'd be nice. But uh, on Monday, I woke up at 430. It was great. That's terrible. Went to bed at like 1030.
0: Super I good. woke up at 4:30 this morning and was like nope not today. <laughs> Went back to sleep. So, all right, let's talk about some cheap free games. Hopefully uh over the holidays like between I think it was like the 19th and the 31st, uh, Epic was releasing a free game on their game store every day. Some of them were quite good. Uh the one on the 31st was actually the brand new ukulele y- side scroller, which I was very happy to grab because that game looks dope. Um but right now, they're giving away three games. So you can get uh, Darksiders 1, the War Mastered Edition. God, I hate. I don't know. I've never played a Darksiders game, but I hate their name so bad. Uh, Darksiders War Master. you don't Mastered. like the
1: Definitive Edition? <sighs>
0: Darksiders 2, Definitive Edition. No, they both make me just like, sigh a little bit. Uh, but also get Steep. So Steep's a pretty dope game. It's like a snowboarding game. It's not as good as Amped, but nothing yeah, is. No Amped. As- so get your OG Xbox out. We'll play some Amped. Uh, but it is good. You get a wingsuit. It's fun. Uh, those are free now through January 9th. So I don't know why they're giving away three, but like frankly, Epic can give me free games all the time, and that's absolutely okie-dokie. Uh, PlayStation Plus this month is uh, Uncharted, the Nation, Nathan Drake collection. So that's, I believe, one, two, and three remastered, I believe, I think? I think so. I think, I think you're right. Um and then Goat Simulator, which is I don't know probably so, the
1: better game.
2: Ugh, see, I, <laughs> I do love me some Goat Simulator. I've played it. I
0: just don't get it. I don't like it. It's just not my. It's just not my thing. Um, Your opinion can be wrong, Cliff. It's fine. Yeah, Goat Simulator seems like a game that would be really fun to get drunk and play. Um, but I can't play it otherwise. I just I played it for about fifteen minutes. So I thought it was really boring. So to each their own, though. Uh anyway it's free free I think there you go um I believe it is also free on uh Game Pass if you let me get it there so uh Stadia is announcing their first eh, this might be the second set of uh of free games uh, if you subscribe to Stadia Pro uh, in January, you will get Thumper, which is a really cool rhythm game. Um, I know Adam really likes that. Um, it's cool in VR, but I think it's pretty good without VR. And you'll also get Rise of the Tomb Raider. So if you are a Stadia Pro type person, you can give those a try. Um, and if you are a Twitch Prime subscriber, which remember all you have to be is a Amazon Prime Person to get Twitch Prime. Uh, you can get Enter the Dungeon, which Colby and I played like three weeks ago and is surprisingly fun. It's super uh, fun. Yeah. It's very I fun. really It's very hard, but it's very enjoyable. Everything in that game is a gun, which was very strange, but I I liked it a lot. Um, Ape Out, which I have not played, but Vinny told me is really good. Uh, Witch Eye, which I don't know anything about. Gato Roboto, which I don't know anything about, but I love the name of. And Heave Ho, which might be Dylan. That might be the other thing Dylan says when you pull a string when he's a pirate toy. Yep. Uh, I think that is it. Anyone... What about Xbox games? Uh, they came out last week. We talked about them. No. I don't remember what they. They are not memorable, to be honest. So oh, yeah, You're
2: right there. Yeah, I could pull them up though. I have that. Stick Shards of Darkness, Batman: The Telltale Series, and Tekken Six. Yeah, I think and Lego Star Wars Two.
0: Lego Star Wars Two is really good. Um, and and the Batman Telltale stuff's supposed to be great, but you know, not not exactly my thing. So. Uh, definitely not out. my tang. Not my thing. Anyway, uh, thank you for for joining us. I apologize that our episode was a little late. The uh, holiday. That
2: said, I'm not giving you any more money. Yeah,
0: you don't give me money now. Um, no, that's a good point. It'd be weird, really. Frankly, <laughs> I'm like call me come guest on me and also give me money. Um, the the holidays were kind of they. I kind of got lost track of time and. You
1: have two of them on Wednesdays, and then yeah, like you was, had stuff in between, and man, it was messy.
0: So thank you for, for sticking with us. I suppose I did 25 podcasts last month. Like last month was very busy for me. Um, 26 actually, plus the ones we do for bite me. Anyway, you can find out more about us at bite Uh, it's where all our episodes go. It's where you can find ways to subscribe or follow us. So on and so forth. um, You can listen to us now on Spotify, if that's your jam. You got a new uh, smart speaker. You can listen to us there on Spotify, or you can actually ask uh, that smart speaker to play Apple. uh, Ask her, I think you you say, uh, play Bite Me podcast on Apple podcasts, and it will play through your new smart speaker as long as it's a smart speaker from Amazon. I don't know how it works with one from Google. So. Go give the fishing guys a follow. Yeah, give the fishing guys a follow, too. Just ask, if you ask your smart speaker to play Bite Me, they'll play a fishing <laughs> start,
2: yeah. start sending them video
0: game questions. Oh God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> but specifically, like, send them questions about that Final Fantasy fishing game. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on the socials, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram at bite me podcast. You can join us in discord in which all three of us participate regularly, even though Colby's got a job and has to do it on a phone. Like he's committed to our discord. Uh, no I just hate work uh, know, uh, oh sure I forget about that bitemepodcast.com slash discord and you can again follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. like I can't really follow us there I think you have to like subscribe to us there I guess there's not a whole lot going on if if you don't pay money anyway uh, Dylan do you want to lead us out bite me that's also something you could say if you're a brand account I guess so thanks by me. By me, by me. We'll